family, ISD Nation, rise up. I can hear myself. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm your host, Kristen Pelker. And I'm your other host, Zach Pelker. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for continuing to come back and tune back in. It is really such an honor for us. Ten episodes. Okay, now strong you're diving into. Yeah, now you're diving. I'm gonna give a heartfelt strong. speech to yeah. all the all 68 downloaders out there. Now you sound like Shuby. I know. Yeah, we'll talk about him. But me and Shuby have a lot more in common than maybe you'd think. Uh, so, Kristen, uh-huh. we're a month into 2020, and I wanted yes. to ask you. Yes. What is the best thing that's happened to you so far this year? <laughs> and what is one thing you, in the rest of the year you're looking forward to most? Uh, the best thing that happened to me this year is every every day. That sounds really cheesy. But honestly, I, I just ended the year last year, 2019, which is a really good year. A lot of people were like, end of a decade, which I felt like a decade ends all the time. I don't know why people are doing that, but it was an end of a decade for me. I turned 30, Mm -hmm. and so I did feel really reflective on 2019, and it was just a good year. And so the best thing that's happened to me this year is all the moments where I've taken time to uh, just settle in and just appreciate what has happened and prepare for what's ahead. And what I'm excited for for this year is – I signed up for a yoga retreat, and that has been a bucket list item. It's been something that I've always wanted to do, and I either didn't do because of the money or because I didn't want to be away from work that long. And so I'm really, really excited to do that. I really love yoga. If you know anything about me, I I could do it all day, every day. So I'm really excited about that. And really I'm really excited for us to go to Spain. We're going to go to Spain. It's a trip I earned. And we're going to go to Florence afterwards. It's mm-hmm. going to be amazing. And there's other things. We are excited about your brother's birthday. I know he's listening. We got excited about that. We we have friends getting married. We can't wait for your wedding. There's other good shit in there. But right. guys, these two are coming up first. I think they're my they're longer trips. Yeah. So I am very excited about them, and they will set the tone. So I will be pumped and ready for all of your weddings and birthdays and baby showers and bat mitzvahs and quinceaneras and yeah, everything else I need to be at. <laughs> yeah, we got a big, heavy quinceanera. The weddings are going down, but the quinceaneras are going up. That's what happens when you befriend random, random people with 12-year-olds and three years later you're at a quinceanera. Yeah, they can do math. I also, yeah, sorry for insulting you listeners and making it seem like you couldn't. I also turned 30 this year, so it was very good. I didn't turn 30. I was going to let you take care of that yourself. Yeah. Anyway, that that was a good answer. I'm also really looking forward to Spain, going to Florence after. Um, No yoga retreat for me, but I'll find something else to get off my bucket list. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe there's like a a buffet retreat where you just go and eat for buffets for a whole week or something. Like something I'm good at. You're good at yoga. I'm good at eating. I'll have to find something. But anyway, that was a good answer. (laughs) <laughs> of yourself? You're no, congratulating yours, yourself? yours was a good answer. Oh, thank right? you. No one really asked me the question. I just started talking. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say it. I feel included, but Oh, anyway. that's okay, babe. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's been a lot happening this week, and so we're not dead inside. We are going to talk about Kobe. Yeah. But before we dive into those things, we're going to go through our usual segments, going to bring a little lightness and, you know, I see it differently, and you're getting the real, real of us. So we're gonna start with our favorite subject, our favorite city. I'm so St. Louis. Go crazy, folks! 
what did you want to uh, talk about? You you proposed. Right? Yeah, so we went to this really cool thing on Saturday. It was called. It was sponsored by the Riverfront Times, who they liked our Instagram posts, and we're going to send them this podcast, and hopefully we get some listeners. But anyway, it was called United We Brunch. It was at the Jake Park Plaza. There were maybe 35-ish vendors who made food. There was a bar. And they brought all their brunch food. So it was such a good opportunity. If there was a restaurant who's just starting brunch, which yeah. that was what was happening. Some some well-established yep. lunch and dinner we places never, were we starting brunch. So yeah. they brought a dish to sample. Well-known places that have brunch brought their favorite dish. And there were Bloody Mary bars all around, champagne, mimosa mm-hmm. bars all around, yep. champagne. Well, Screwdrivers. It was, it was that so That Japanese fun. cocktail place was making those crazy. It was Japanese rum. Rum. No, uh, vodka? There were two. Okay. Remember? Like yeah, there were two. You could there get their, I think, rum, and uh-huh. then you could get their vodka yeah. and make these cocktails. It was so fun. And there were people that had been, this is the fifth year they've done it. it sounds And there were people right. that had been every year, first year at the Chase. Everyone said it was way well, better, well run at the Chase. And we agreed. It was such a fun time. It was from, we did the VIP from 11 to 2.30, yeah, no which deal. was a hundred percent worth it. Yes. We got shirts. We got uh, tumblers. We got the tumblers are awesome. The hangover pack with the Advil. Yep, and yep. The, there yeah. was condoms, which yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, but it was hey, Planned Parenthood, hey. so I like. I will the say, my one complaint: the shirt doesn't fit me. I got their biggest. That's size. not a complaint. And then, well, it's I not a complaint, complaint about the event. I think what I okay. I wasn't hey, expecting. A shirt, hey, so. RFT, if yeah. you're listening, what I think they should have done. So you could have ordered your size online, and they only give you two options. Yeah. it was like large or extra large, XL or medium. Yeah, it was XL or medium, which I think makes sense. I think most people fall in that category. But then they had a shirt exchange section. Uh-huh. My recommendation in the shirt exchange section, have more sizes. Yeah. Because, like, have have a I small. I think they only had large that you could exchange for. Yeah. Like, have a. Didn't, I was like, do you have yeah, double XL? Yeah, have a small, have an like, extra no. small, have, like, double XL. Yeah. Like, it's because it, it totally makes sense to not have every size. It's just not practical. Yeah, I mean, but I think I have a few. You're going to pump me up on brunch food and then expect me not to wear a double XL? Unbelievable. But I will say... You are... <laughs> I will yes, say, that's absurd that they would be like... I will say... I will say this one moment yeah, I was, I was skinny XL. before I came here with all this brunch food. I will say we love brunch, a Sunday brunch. Oh, which is why it was awesome because we yeah. love brunch. Yeah. It was just like so us. It was everything we want. And a DJ, there. young yeah. and old. We yeah, saw young, like old, really all like different. old people... And if you're wondering, what's old people? You know. Yeah. And we saw <laughs> yeah. really young people. Yeah, yeah, you know who you are. And we saw really young people, and there was dancing. Gosh, it was yeah. such a great event. Some people so, on stage with the DJ, and yeah. all different races and religions. I don't know about religion, but <laughs> I can tell you wanted to make united, a list. It says united we brunch, and we really were united. I could tell you were going to make a list, but there was like no more real, you could say because there's no more you could visibly real, see from the real outside. Real quick, before person. we move on, I want to shout out a few places so we can chuck them up on instagram too and see if they follow us what was your favorite like thing um honestly i'm gonna i'm gonna go for it here favorite breakfast thing to eat was the breakfast tacos a taco surface Uh favorite sweet breakfast things i'm not a sweet person was the waffles and remember, no, sorry, it's French, French toast. toast. Remember, I came yeah. and got you. What was Stone it from? Stone Turtle. From Stone Turtle, French toast which and apparently bacon or oh, the man. owner is a alumni of my high school, Holla Whitfield, and um, yep. 
Yeah. Norwals, I liked. It was a nice touch that they were giving out breakfast. Like they Cocktails, had like a frosé yeah. mimosa yeah. kind of thing. I had a coffee cocktail, which was pretty good. It was a bit yeah, which sweet, was but which it was, was good. cool. So um, I respected yeah. those people trying different things, and we saw that. What was that place in Sular? I they were just Woodshack. cool. Woodshack. Yeah, they were just cool which crowd. Is a very just, good sandwich cool place, but a, they might be doing brunch. I don't know, but they had this soup gumbo thing, which. If anyone knows me, I love soup. It was great. That was one place I was going to mention. Um, crispy Edge, yeah. pot stickers. Same question. Biscuit, Back to you. Biscuits and gravy. Yeah, thanks for someone asking me a question. <laughs> I really crispy not edge, Biscuits and gravy right uh, pot sticker was incredible. The shaved duck biscuits and gravy. Yeah, really that was the really, best. really no, good. No, no. You keep saying shaved duck. No offense. Blue we duck. love you, shaved duck, yeah, but it blue was duck, blue duck. Which I've never blue been. Chris, Kristen blue went duck once in without Maplewood. me. We like your biscuits yeah, and gravy. Shaved duck. No shade. <laughs> right. You were shaved a good duck, establishment. You have really good food. But, but you liked the blue Shaved ducks, ducks getting all this free pub because they weren't you even at the You shaved duck free pub. Blue duck, the biscuits and gravy. No Kristen went there without me too and brought back some fries and their fries are really good. So I want to eat I, there. I've never eaten there. I can do there. things. You said that in a way like I left you. I can do things without you. I literally was taking this Kristen, girl I mentor to breakfast. Kristen left me were, alone. Yes. Literally at I our said house. It. This girl I mentor. stared at the wall. I took her to All breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. We did that. And then Long I and then short. I and then I brought you home leftovers. Yes. Have you ever brought me home leftovers? Are there Have leftovers? I ever had leftovers? Are there leftovers? That's what I thought. So now why when you I double go to that shave duck. Now when I go to shave duck. Anyway, it was fantastic. Blue duck. I know, I'm, that was a joke. That was <laughs> It a didn't joke. sound like a joke. Um, well, you know, that's all good jokes are delivered with Poorly? no difference in your voice. So I, maybe we should move on. New anyway, I was wondering, I'm staring at him because I don't understand what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. Okay. Um, thanks, my dear. So, Zach and I have also been <laughs> watching The Circle on Netflix. If anyone's seen it, it's Watch good. it if you haven't seen it. Go it's watch it right now. very entertaining. It's well, a social, podcast. Go listen. It's a social watch media it. game, and people are trying to buy to be influencers. And we thought that this would be a good topic for our Battle of the Sexes because we noticed there was a lot of if people chose to catfish, they would catfish as attractive women. Yeah. And it led to us discussing uh, the personas, what you perceive of women versus men online. I mean, it sounded like Zach had a lot of thoughts on Yeah, that. so I th- just to give you some background, the show is mm. you come in. Well, just to say, you can be yourself or you can't catfish, and people did both. And of the four or five people who decided to try catfish. to catfish the rest of the game, only one was a dude. Or only one catfished as a dude. And he stayed... So everyone else was either a, a, a lesser attractive by societal norms... Or their own self-esteem woman, even sometimes. Woman. Yeah. Or there was a guy pretending to be a woman. Right. And then there was one guy, which is why Zach said this, one guy who was a not by social norms... <laughs> Attractive. attractive. Yeah. <laughs> Who catfished as a by more attractive guy. Yes, and he catfished as a very, very attractive guy. And, okay, and for the record, he made it seem like, I'm going to speak to my hot men out there, for my hot men out there. More he listening. made it yeah. seem like, <laughs> oh, I'm a hot dude, so I'm just going to, like, talk like I'm schlunging my dong all around all the time. Like, it's like... You don't have to actually hit on everything that exists. 
Right. And he would also hit on the he hit he seriously flirted with and hit on everyone so aggressively on the time in an inappropriate way. Like people would be like, Oh, did you like that trivia game? And he'd be like, I'd like to see your trivia in the bedroom. Like it was just like weird. And I'm like and, and he would always say you might be like, well, maybe he's just an awkward person. No, he would always say he was doing this because he was like, this is how I think this guy would talk. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I don't know. So he was weird, too. I will say as someone who, you know, is, is, a, a, very is a very attractive man, but also maybe is it to some people. You know, I'm an acquired taste. But uh, I think subtype, unattractive by societal standards guys just think— Social. Social, so, <laughs> so, social norms. I, don't know. I had a good. By, I got it right. Right, you did. I, I forget what you said. I keep messing it up yeah. now. But by 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 social norms, uh, unattractive guys think that attractive guys can literally just dick pick or like throw their just hit on everything that moves. And I it do works. think, and it's I like do. you still have to be a person who talks. You can't uh, yeah. say well, I want to see the trivia in the bedroom. What is that? You can't use aroused in the first sentence when you meet someone. There has to be some more tact. In now, there. with that said, which is which is. Where, if you can't tell, we're kind of feeling out about all the sexist segment, this yeah. segment. But that, I think guys have more opportunity and get further no matter their looks versus women, though. I do think that that's true. Actually, I don't do, I don't think that's true. Okay. I don't know Never what I mind. think. Never mind. Never mind. We're I going around what do you, th- what do you, like, from, speak from your experience. What do you, what do you think? And then I'll, I'll tell you why I, why I'm doubling back. What do you think from your experience? I think that guys traditionally can probably get farther with outlooks. Not with outlooks. That's not what I mean. But, like, an unattractive guy isn't held back as much by society sometimes as an unattractive woman in in a situation like this where it's about, like, social media or, like, being popular or whatever. I think that's a good point yeah. that you're saying because that's having time to sit on it this moment right now uh-huh. you're talking i think that women speaking to my ladies my double x's and those who identify with the double x i think that from a romantic standpoint you will always get somewhere with confidence and even if you're faking it and even if it's just a glimpse I think women of all shapes and sizes will get somewhere when it comes romantically. Yeah. I emphasize romantically because I do think, though, in a work environment, if a guy, no matter his looks, is a boy's boy, he will get further ahead than a girl. I think women... And 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 I I'd be curious other people's thoughts because I think you and I are just talking and we're like not trying to be controversial. No, I we're think not we're talking. We did not expect to go down the <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm liking it because <laughs> but, we didn't really have anything fleshed out for this. But <laughs> but I think I think also again don't cancel me if I'm gonna say something cancel. stupid. Don't cancel me. Cancel. Don't don't I'm your husband. Don't cancel. Cancel don't me. Cancel. Uh, no, don't cancel I her think, either. I think women though, when it comes to work, I think you have to be. Um, semi-attractive and and i think that's been said and i think that's why me too and i think um these discussions are happening because people are aware that that is what happens to women it's totally inappropriate and unfair um and and yet at the flip side i i think that at a bar if you have an unattractive dude who is shy and 
unattractive by nor- like normal everything we're saying is society yeah, standards right? we're not putting anyone down for yeah, their do looks you, right? yeah, trust like, me. yeah yeah we're not attractive yeah. uh well one of us is but I won't say which <laughs> one, but. if you uh thought that um and go back to the guy so if you have a guy who's at a bar and he's uh, not that attractive and chooses to be shy. This I, right. I emphasize that. Chooses to be shy. Does not have that personality back it up. But sometimes even if he does have the personality back it up, I think he might have a harder time going home with someone than your average girl. Shy or not shy. Yeah. I think just your average girl. I do I do think that, that. I think that women, yeah. this is, I've always said this, I just think if you like are confident you will get somewhere and even if you're not confident i do think this i think if you're there and there's this guy who's kind of a schlub and quiet i think you'll go further i i really do think that because guys are dumb yeah guys i have a way of somehow still guys are dumb and it's interesting you say that because there's probably truth in that but when you think about it i think about it in like a larger pop culture sense like i remember when knocked up coming out in all these seth rogan movies and he's always dating these gorgeous women who like well look that better was that. Than him, which again is, is fine but like no one would say anything because he was really funny and he had this great personality and that was the thing on right. like do you remember i don't i think it was like early 2000s maybe early 2000 uh tens there were so many of those shows yeah. with the bigger schlubby husband yeah. with this, this tiny skinny wife, right. which it's our favorite King of Queens. King of Queens. Yeah. It's our favorite. But let's be real. Like, would they be together? Kevin James and uh, yeah, what's and her not, name? Uh, Leah Remini. Leah Remini. Like, right. I mean, like, it could be. I mean, be. she dated Zach Morris in, Sa- in Saved by the Bell. I, I know. Are you going from Zach Morris? I know. Are you going from Which, Zach Morris? I'm not saying they wouldn't be in real life necessarily. No, like, not. they aren't Add one us. if I Send saw them. picture of your awkward right. relationship. They aren't one if I saw them walking down the street. I would necessarily do a double take. I but would. There was just so much of that going on. But there were so many right. of those yeah. shows, though. Uh-huh. There were so many. Right. There was, yeah. like... I remember Raymond, they would make a lot of jokes about that. I, I wouldn't put them in the same category. I wouldn't either. But do you think, because do you think Patricia Heaton's that hot? Now, now I don't, I don't want this I'm to not. be at all anyway, <laughs> talking about people's looks, but back to the point, I, there, it was interesting, the catfishing right. dynamics yeah, of the coming show. Coming full circle. Uh, with the people catfish up. Like, yeah, full circle. If you're going to catfish, also, get a hot yeah, woman. Catfished up. I would, like no to, I would like to say, as someone who is very deeply involved in Catfish. If anyone out there... The TV show you're talking about. No, that is where I'm going with this. If there's anyone out there who has not seen the movie Catfish, do yourself a fucking favor. It is not like the show. It is ten times better. It is really good. I've never seen the show. Do yourself a favor. If you're like, this is so funny, how can anyone do it? Watch the movie. It's so fucking good. And you have to remember, when we saw that movie, when it first came out, we We weren't together. We didn't see it together because that's how old it is. We each saw it when it was new. And when that... Like, the concept of it was, like, un, un it was misunderstood. No one knew it was a thing. And then Manti Teo happened, and everyone was like, record, the what is so, this? But for the record, the movie's so good. I think they could do that movie right now. Yeah, they probably could. And it could. would still have the same impact. You probably could like because the, movie's the good. way and it's they, done. And for anyone out there who's like, oh, like, it's fake. I don't think it's fake because they acknowledge in every way that his friends were film students. His right. friends were film students. 
he was doing his own thing art-wise in his own right and this like journey on foil it's very good you should see it now, now we're just describing the movie <laughs> <laughs> anyway. it comes back to desert island yeah. catfish is all by <laughs> desert island it's i changed t- the list it's all by desert island catfish movies I'll yeah tell you no yeah. uh no but uh why i brought up catfish is it, it, <laughs> i would consider it the highest form of flattery if someone used me as a catfish. And I don't mean they catfished me. I mean, if they They were like, this girl is so attractive, (laughs) I am going to pretend to be here. If someone was like, someone's using your photos, they're catfishing you, I would be like, oh my God, I'm I'm so honored. Yeah. Who, it's almost who like, thinks they're dating It's me. almost like I want someone to text me and be like, dude, why are you on Tinder? You're married. Because I would know that someone was using my photos to catfish, and that would make me feel It wouldn't like sound like that, bucks. though. I hope it's a more elaborate catfish situation. Because it wouldn't sound like that. If someone texted you, why are you on Tinder? You're married. And they wouldn't text you. They would text me. It, guess what? It wouldn't seem like you were catfish. Yeah, it. it would not seem like you're being catfish. I don't want it. I'm going to let you know that right now. I guess what I mean to say is I want somebody to use my photos to catfish, so You're trying to say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> in a worse way, I guess. All right, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Okay, so babe, um, so everything happened with Kobe, uh-huh. which is terribly sad. I think anyone who's a human being with a soul thinks it's sad. And this is a point in the show where we like to do called book review, where Zach reads a book, but he he and I were talking. He had actually read an article not that long about Kobe and it came up and just us talking about this moment and he wanted to read it now and yeah I think yeah yeah I reread it it's called The Fourth Quarter it's a profile of Kobe Bryant in the New Yorker magazine and we'll put it in the footnotes, in the, in the footnotes. for anyone who wants to it was in 2014 read it again. Um, and just reading it back five years later after the tragic events um, some things really struck me. So to give you a little background into the article, it was written in 2014. In 2013, Kobe Bryant tears his Achilles tendon. Everyone thought he should sit out the 2014 season. He tried to come back because he's a freak uh, in a good way. He got hurt again. Then he came back and played 2015 and 2016 and retired. But some things that struck me when I read the article is Kobe is almost a mythical figure. I think to anyone our age or anyone who like follows sports, he's so much more than just a great athlete. You know, people talk about that Mamba mentality now and and refer to him in that way. But he is almost considered, along with Jordan and these guys, as a freak of nature, a competitor, a guy who, even though he was incredibly skilled on the basketball court and incredibly talented, was more about fire and drive than anything and the will he displayed to win and to be the best player he could be. And he had flaws as a basketball player, potentially as a person. I don't want to get into all that. But this article just did an amazing job delving into his psyche. And some things that were really eerie from it, I just want to touch base on first. They talked about how he would take his helicopter to games. And obviously, given the tragic events, I just thought that that was crazy, that that's something they talked about. Um, But they talked a lot about him being a father. And he was a newer father there. How many kids do you have at this point? He had I don't two know. Two at that point. He had, he had two. two. Okay. So Gianna, I think, is how is the you one who would is, say your name, who unfortunately right. tragically died. And he had uh, another one. He's a, There's one that's older than Gianna. No, Gianna's the oldest. I don't think so. Yeah, he, he had a one in between. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, Either I way, think he, has he had two daughters. Um, and it's interesting because at one point in the article, they talk to Mitch Kupchak, who's the GM of the Lakers, and they talk about. 
his wish for Kobe as his career ended and he wasn't sure where he would put that competitive fire. And he talked about how he wanted him to coach his daughter's team and to transfer that, to use those lessons and to teach other people and kind of use it for him as a learning experience. Because coach he thought what he, he used it as a learning experience. Yeah, yeah. Kobe to use coaching as a learning experience okay. because he thought Kobe was so great and so driven that he had a hard time relating to people who weren't wired right. like him, right. which right. I think you're kind of wired like him listening to this a little bit, but there aren't a lot of people in the world who are, who are that driven. Um, so that was crazy because Kobe, of course, did coach his daughter's team and made right. those videos and did a great yeah, he job. Yeah, did go on to do that. He also describes Gianna and he says, she's exactly like me insanely insanely competitive like mean and he talks about playing her in Candyland, and he is at a point where he has to decide if he's going to let her win or beat her and he decides to beat her because what she's going to learn and he says so i play the game i win the kid goes ape shit she knocked the board over bah she's crying i was like shit this kid's like me damn it that's a hard life and uh i thought that that was crazy that this Girl and who, this article highlighted yes. their relationship and, so and much. Obviously, and they had no, right? Yeah. They had no, and that he talks about how much like she is, and of course, sadly, they died. And then the last thing I'll say before we open it up a little bit is, a lot of this article is about him transitioning to life after basketball, yeah. and he talked about how so many other people might have a hard time, but that he is someone who has always thought that he had more to give than basketball. Mm-hmm. And he says. Um, The challenge has shifted to doing something the majority of people think athletes can't do, which is retire and be great at something else, he noted. Giorgio Armani didn't start Armani until he was 40. 40. I have such life ahead. And I think that's one of the saddest things I've ever read because he did. And he was doing great things with his daughter's team. He was doing great things on TV. He was doing great things in business, it seemed. But I think he is someone who had a lot left to offer from the world. And was just a unique person, and there's just no one like him you're ever going to see come down the pike. So I don't know if you want to talk a, a little well, bit. Well, you can say more about, I feel like you're on a roll. You're having a lot of thoughts on and your, your general. Yeah, I think that they're just seminal athletes. Like, I don't consider myself especially a Kobe Bryant fan. I don't have Kobe sneakers yeah, or a jersey. That. I have a Kobe right. jersey, actually. That's actually pretty crazy but uh, it's crazy <laughs> i just shout out to my, my high school bestie yeah and but like i never disliked him but i was never like a huge kobe guy in the sense like he wasn't my favorite player or anything but like the impact i felt when i found out it was it was almost like you lost someone who mattered well, to you in a way what go ahead <laughs> Well, just like your impact you felt was definitely like I think twenty a whole twenty four hours later because yeah. you were just hungover it's as f that day and feeling found nothing. out found out I was very <laughs> you hungover. were feeling nothing that day I felt I nothing. I had to be like right. hey hey yeah. uh, this is the intense impact, how do you feel I had to ask the impact you I felt once I had processed right. both the alcohol yeah. and then the information yeah. was very surreal and it's something you're like he can't it couldn't be him like there's just you I just don't. It's so hard to believe still for me that he is gone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Um. I hope I don't. I hope I don't get any ats at me. I his death for me has been so surreal because I keep thinking about the people that are around the situation. And I can't imagine, so I'm thinking about his wife, I can't imagine 
my husband doing something so routine, that would be like you being like, I'm going to work Mm -hmm. and you die. I can't imagine my daughter, it's like she's going to practice and her die. I can't imagine my sister is going to practice and she she dies. So for me, um, that is, is the traumatic part. And on top of that, his age comes into play because of all those feelings as well, because he died in a helicopter crash. I can't imagine myself being faced with this is it. And did I did I do everything I was supposed to do on this earth? I can't mm. I can't imagine. And so I really am gravitating towards and appreciating those things that are not as much I can't believe we lost such a great person because it's hard to lose anyone, any yeah. person, any time, because there's someone to someone. Uh-huh. Um, I am gravitating towards those people that are, let's think about all of these families, let's think about all these individuals, let's think about all of these people. And I know it would be totally different if I was a Kobe fan. And not, not that I was not a Kobe fan, just I, did, I didn't grow up in California, I have this Lakers thing, I'm just, I just didn't have that. Um, I, I think that would carry more weight. Mm-hmm. But that, for me, is the thing. So when people are like, oh, my gosh, we lost this amazing player, that doesn't do it for me. It's like, I can't believe this woman has lost her, her husband, husband and her daughter. And like, he, that is the stuff that guts me. Yeah. Like, that is the stuff that's like, yeah, I cannot imagine just. And I feel that about, um, you hear more about celebrities because you're not going to hear about the guy down the street who they walked into his house since he was dead. But, yeah, I think that about anyone when yeah. you just – you're not prepared. And I'm not saying that it's easier when you are prepared. I'm not saying that by any means. But that is the stuff that's making me like, wow, that's just – you never know. You don't know what's going on. And, and you don't know what's going to happen. And I think that that's a really good point. And maybe if there's anything that good can come out of this, it's – it's like the empathy, like the, the things that we're feeling right now because it is someone who mattered to so many people. You're right. There are a lot of people who die in tragic and unfortunate circumstances. And remember, everyone is someone to everyone. And this is not to minimize because it does matter that he's dead, obviously. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm not I, min- yeah, totally I know. And I know you're not doing that. Yeah. I didn't mean to imply that. I didn't think you were. And yeah. right. His daughter. But like, and the, but the other seven people on that plane and like yeah. everyone. Yeah. And it's it's just so terrible that. It happened, and and there's just not much you can say other than that. And I will say, uh, again, I feel like we're not trying to make statements here, but we're trying to have conversations that we have with each other. And given all of that, I think anyone, he does have a not perfect past, but anyone who's trying to bring that to the forefront right now when this happens Sunday is inappropriate because... That is someone to to someone. That's the only phrase I keep saying, even yeah. though that's not probably the best way to say it. And um, no one's, I don't even want to say no one's perfect because I don't want to minimize anything. But this is a situation where it's like, just give, just like, give this family respect and give this family time. And like, like, um, history is written and yeah. like, whatever anyone has done, anyone, like, there's so many people that we look back on now, who we still celebrate for things they did, <laughs> hashtag Columbus Day, yeah. when they're like effed up people. 
Uh, but anyone who's trying to do that right now, it's I I stand by that's inappropriate. Yeah, and I agree with that. And I no think, matter your opinions or thoughts. I think right now it's just about there are a lot of people who are processing grief, so to let them do that. Um, I know there's a big tribute. We're doing this on a Friday night. Uh, there's a big tribute uh, that the Lakers are doing. They're having their first home game since he died um, tonight. And I know that a lot of people are wearing heavy hearts all over the world because he was a global person. Well, and, I remember. And, I think he was one of the first like basketball players yes. internationally. Yeah, and yeah, he's huge like, in yeah. China specifically. Right. He yeah. had a lot to grow the game in yeah. Asia. And he grew up in And Italy. I heard a podcast. Anyone? I heard this on a podcast. That's why I want to say it. Kobe Beef is not named after Kobe Bryant. I'm just going to throw that no, out there. No, he is named after Kobe Beef. He is named after yeah. Kobe Beef, which Kobe Beef is kind of like champagne. Yeah, it is a cow raised in Kobe, right. Japan, it, by the way. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm that anyway, kind of person. Just uh, like, his father ate Kobe Beef at a Japanese yes, steakhouse yes, in Philadelphia and named yeah. his son. Kobe, Anyway, yeah. and his family, his parents. But yeah, he is a global icon. He grew up in Italy. He was big and growing the game in Asia. But... It's a hard time for a lot of people, so just it's a time to grieve and, and to be grateful for the time we all have, I think. Yeah, so we'll post that article in our footnotes if you want to check it out. Yeah. All right. So now we're going on to we're gonna do a 180 and yeah. lighten the mood and talk about hot take. Yeah. Here's my hot take. Oh, baby. In this month of January, we've been going to some celebrations. We've been having some drinks, having some cocktails. When it's not in the can, Too people want to have it in a martini glass. Fuck that. My hot take is martini glasses, trash. Ooh. If you're out here trying to drink a martini, welcome to looking like an idiot. First of all, the top is too fucking wide. There is no one who looks cool. You all know the face I'm making right now. You got to hold it high and you have to have your hand open because you can't just like cup it because it's so wide. It's just, just such a wide uh, top. So you have to have your hand open so the stem goes through your fingers and then we all do the thing where our shoulders hunch up by our ears and then we crane our neck out and duck lip our lips to suck it. Do you think you look cool? You don't. Why don't you get yourself a reasonable cocktail and a reasonable glass and put that shit down? So, let's ban martini glasses. What are we doing? It looks stupid. So, do you know why? I'm curious. I don't know. Do you know no, why? No, maybe I could have put... done some research. I <laughs> Okay. All right. So scratch that. Scratch that. Yeah. So you're. I think if why can't a martini be poured in a regular cup? I don't understand these glasses. Like a Moscow Mule, I kind of get because it just tastes better and it looks cool. But like in general, why are these glasses sported in special cups? Just put a martini. It's just a mixed cocktail. Put it in a dang cup. The wine connoisseur. Yeah. Well, wine's different again. But like, okay. So we don't. If I have a Manhattan, if I have a Manhattan, which is a bunch of shit in a cocktail, they just put in a cup. They could put a martini in a cocktail. Us. Right. They I could. agree. I'm supporting yeah, you. Just do it. Just do it. I, why I don't understand I don't why. Know. I, don't I don't know. You guys ever talking up. about, hey, hey, everyone out there. Hey, early 20-year-olds who were like, this is my chance to do this. Stop. Also, you look stupid. Don't fucking also, drink it. Also, martinis are gross. Just going to say that. Don't order one. They taste like Anyone shit. I've ever known who drinks them is an alcoholic. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not. Seriously. <laughs> There's a reason Don Draper and Man Man. I'm drinking straight shit. vodka. Yeah. Right. It's I'm literally all alcohol. Vodka. Like, I'm look, sorry. No one Where likes are al- we? Who the fuck is doing No that? one likes alcohol more than me and Kristen. And we're saying this is a bridge too far. <laughs> Maybe you should consider that. I don't know. Oh, boy. 
All right. Say it so, a lot of things. Yeah. Say it a lot of things. Hot take. Hot take. Oh, and now on to, we're going to flip it. Now how I would say it. Though you Not, had a lot of thoughts on my hot take. Maybe I'll have a lot of thoughts on that how yeah. I would say it. So uh, this is a conversation Kristen and I were having. So I go up to her and I'm like all excited. I'm like, yeah, my coworker's like, he's going crazy. He like barely sleeps. And Kristen looks at me and goes, I know it's going to be a problem. (laughs) 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 And the reason I like this is because like. I remember. (laughs) I'm laughing so hard because I remember when I said that so seriously and you were just like. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I remember because I'm like amped up. I'm like, yeah, this guy's like, You're living, like he's this living the wild person. life. He's a young person. He's like living the life that like, you know, all these dudes dream of, like going back to that time. And Chris is just like, no, like she's so logical. and so I mean, much like that. Yeah. Everyone out there, everyone out there who listens, you, most of them are our age, older millennials. And you know how much you need sleep. You know how much you need sleep. So I sometimes Zach very easily looks at things in his early 20 sides, 20 year old. I couldn't even do that when I was in my early 20s. And he's like, oh my gosh, they're living the dream. But I always look at things through the lens of where I am right now. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's. That's so not good for you. <laughs> like you I really need even, to think, you really need to rejuvenate. Maybe we'll post an article on that in the footnotes. Here's I, how important sleep I is. I couldn't guys. even live that life when I was in my early twenties. I was never someone who would go out like on weeknights till three in the morning and get up and go yeah, to work. Yeah, you're right on weeknights, but you even when I met you, you would love to be out till five in the morning. Yeah, I agree, but I would also love to sleep till two or three in the afternoon. Which is such a waste of yeah. life. I know you felt that way. That's why my life has kind of changed. That and just being... Yeah, I was going to say, oh, that's why? Hey, babe, you sweetheart, if you want to do that, go do it tonight. I, you know I don't want to. I know that Quit I don't want to threatening me like with that. stuff I don't want to do because <laughs> I'm nostalgic. <laughs> I don't want to go to Taladia's on Friday and Saturday Oh, my anymore. gosh. We'll, like, be talking. We have a friend. Uh, she's going to know who she is who's moving to a college town. And Zach's just, like, Zach's just like, oh, my God, I would love to do it. And I was like, no, you fucking wouldn't. I don't think I would necessarily love to. Well, I don't know. I love the energy. I love the energy of a college town. You wouldn't be up to. En- you wouldn't be up to to be energized with them. You wouldn't be awake. I'm not trying to hang out with the students. Older people live there too. Who are living older lives? So who again are you going to be with? There are twenty somethings and thirty somethings who live there. I'm not advocating for. Mo- I love St. Louis. I don't want to move. But I do love college towns. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And I'm just saying, I'm just saying you loved college towns when you were in college. I don't think you love college towns now. We'll see. She should tell us. Agreed. Add us. Yeah. You listen. You're a big listener. I tell us if you like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let um, us know. Let us know what you feel like. You're the okay. one who has to do it. So oh, my gosh. It's just theoretical Let's for like, us. Oh, my gosh. Let's wrap it up. Gonna do it. Our last two favorite segments. So first we're going to talk about SVU. Okay. SVU is back in full throttle. We watched last night's episode. Ooh. Like, what is it called? The chef's kiss. Chef's Chef's kiss kiss emoji. Chef's Chef's kiss kiss emoji. As always. So, give you the quick rundown. It's season 21, I think episode 10. Uh, Episode starts, Olivia walks into her therapist's office. She's all like, I have to see my ex-boyfriend tonight. There's so much I have to say. And he's like, it's better to say it now than before it's too late. Foreshadowing? Maybe. 
I don't know. Probably because who talks to people like that? But Ex- keep going. Exactly. I don't know. He's there. She goes to this guy. It turns out it's Tucker from IAB. If you watch the show, Tucker's in a bunch of stuff. Apparently, they dated. We missed that. It's uh, like, we're boy, trying to go yeah. back through. There's 21 every seasons. One. Who knew that there were ones we might not have seen? I don't know. Before. But apparently, they dated, and Olivia still hung up on him. Honestly. Um, anyway. There's this woman, Holly Robinson. Pete plays her. If you remember that actress, her name's Rachel. Remember she's, her? She's great. Yeah, she's she's in like a, a basement of a church, and she like puts a gun in her waistband. Anyway. Anyway, she comes in, a causes a scene, remake, and ends up killing herself. Yes. And the rest of the episode is them trying to figure out why. But also along the way, it's definitely touching on because she was in the force. Uh-huh. She went through the program with Olivia for a minute, so it's also touching on. Much like how you saw Olivia meeting with her therapist, are uh, these cops and these uh, yes. people who work and in the system getting the mental care you know, that they should yeah. get? Because she clearly didn't. Right. She didn't get because she clearly went through a traumatic right. and uh, event, and other people right. were involved that caused her traumatic event who also clearly were not ready right. to deal with it. And there and are they few. There are few other... as well. And yeah. Um, so what were the things that you? So. And yeah, as Dick Wolf always does, it's a bigger political thing. It's not just that there is a crime that they're investigating, but it's not just about that. It's about mental health and police officers and the idea of getting treatment versus like, is treat is it going to be used against you that you got treatment? So it's this whole in- interesting look into the system and how it works. So it, it, it's definitely a bigger thing. Um, one of the questions I had, Kristen, so there's this new girl on the show, Kat. What do you make of her? Oh, I think she's fine. Okay. Uh, you see you have no strong reactions at all? No. Okay. Are you trying to say something about her? I think that, like, I don't dislike why would you her. Just, why, would you, why would you just not say what you think? I don't dislike her, but she's always, like, Olivia is always telling her to do stuff, and she just, like, doesn't really listen, I feel like, a lot, or, like, kind of does it on her own. And it's like, you're a rookie. Ice-T, Olivia, they've been through it. Like, listen to what they're telling you. That's how I feel about her. Yeah, I don't think she goes against them that much. Okay. Well, that was a bust. Uh, yeah. Um, that was all you oh, had to say? Was no, that and, you think Kat does there's, there's a point in the movie, or a point in the movie, a point in the episode where they talk movie. about doctor-patient confidentiality. And I was like, why? And SVU was like, wait, like tries to get the doctor to give it up. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do Olivia that. Olivia tries right. to get and the I'm doctor like, to break and it. And then Carisi and does too in court. And I'm like, why do they always, they know it's a rule. Why do they always act like it's not? And Kristen's like, I don't follow rules. So like, I don't, or what'd you say? Like, I don't. Yeah, I said, yeah. I know why. Because as someone who also doesn't care about rules, I would try to get the information as well. Yeah, but like, it's a, it's the rule. Oh, it's the rule. rules. It's okay, a law. Rule, it's a law. Rule, You're a okay. police officer. You're yeah, supposed we'll to enforce the law, not we'll make the that. law. You do Doctors know. Doctors can't just be you, telling you people. You do know that there would be no progress made in this country if everyone followed the rules. Or I'm sorry, were you going to be one of those people who was like, I'm not going to go where I shouldn't go, and I will only drink at okay. this drinky fountain, and I will only okay. wear well, this kind of outfit. Are you? I'm were not. You, would you have been one of those people? I'm not touching. Yeah, I played that card. Yeah, I played that card. I played that card. I do, hopefully not. I don't. You think totally would. You're such a little right. baby rule no, follower. No. I may be a baby, and I am a rule follower. But for some reason, it's more hurtful when those two things are put together. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, another classic and great SVU. Fantastic. Ding ding ding. And now our new segment. 
Um, we're going to talk just briefly about The Bachelor. We're not trying to be a Bachelor podcast, uh, so we're not going to go through all the episodes. We just, so if you don't care, if you're not Rachi, skip ahead five minutes. We told you two last time. <laughs> we think that it should serve as five. Yeah. Uh, so skip ahead. So we just like to we pick on, it. like, either one moment or our, our things we want to chat on. So, again, you can skip ahead just five minutes you to can, the end of the show. You shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, I have mine, but do do you want to start? No, I mean, you can go. Okay, I have mine. So um, the last episode we saw was a wrap-up of Champagne Gate. uh, Spoilers, I mean, watch the show. Spoilers all around. Alea got kicked off, and then we saw the episode where Alea came back and the Chase Rice episode. So mm-hmm. my takeaways of the champagne, post-Champagne Gate episode, everyone, drunk as a scut, skunk. Listen to me, people who watch the show. Peter, think he got really drunk at his date with Victoria P. He was already very drunk then when he went to the pillow fight date. Look at his face, puffy, not great. And then by the time it got to night, that is why he wanted to end the date. He might try to make it seem all noble, but really he was just like, and uh, I think we're good, guys, because yeah. he was hungover. Yeah. And then he goes to the pool party. They have a pool party the next day because I think my boy's still hungover, yeah. in my opinion. So I had a pool party. And First of all, he goes, we had this debate. Is it a pool party if no one gets no, in the pool? It's no, it's not. There's no Marco Polo. There's no chicken fights. Yes, all these women guys, are just sitting on the edge, <laughs> not even putting their toes in the water, getting hammered I drunk. Know, it's not, it's yes. not a pool party. Well, that's what I was going to say next. And then yeah. Leah gets so drunk, Peter's like, you need to go. And she doesn't even understand what he's saying to her because yeah. she's so drunk. And then her at the rose ceremony, she can't even keep her eyes open. So I deem that episode, Count the Drunkies. Um, the drunkies, okay. <laughs> yes. All of them, no. Uh, there's so many beautiful women, and yet so the many of them, and yet high. so many of them have had no chivalry. So that's my other comment. So many of them may make comments like, I've never gotten flowers. I've never had a guy take me on a date. I've never had, they're all saying things, and not even take me on a date, because like maybe you... A hoe. Uh, but all of them are saying things that are pretty basic. Someone's like, I've never had flowers. Someone's like, I've never had, like, someone hold that chair for me. They're all basic yeah. stuff that they've never had, and they're really attractive. Like- Honestly, this doubles back to what we say with Battle of the Sexes. Honey, honey, use your looks. I don't know what scrubs you're dating, but you are too pretty it, it, for it that. Must, it must be in this digital age where that's how people connect. Everyone just thinks they're catfish. Maybe. Cause they're so because hot. honestly, people like, I'm like, like how come you guys have never had these very I, basic levels yeah. of dating? It's like, did and you the, go to high school prom and get a corsage? Yeah, like, no, what? literally. Like, not, I'm like, she's nothing. Like, no one ever took, I'm nothing. like, I took a girl to Old Charlie's before the prom. No one took you to Old Charlie's? Know, like, what's going yeah. on? And then my last statement I'll make is when two people are saying drastically different things from each other, then they're both probably lying. And this comes up twice in the most recent episode. Chase Rice is like, I've never dated Victoria F. Victoria F. is like, it's my boyfriend. Probably somewhere in the middle. They slept together a lot. Um, <laughs> Victoria that's, P. That's the middle of <laughs> Victoria P. is like, Victoria P. is like, I knew her three hours. Victoria, sorry, Alea is like, we went this Vegas trip together. Probably somewhere in the middle where it's like they had mutual friends in common. Yeah. And, we're and so in they all the went same to Vegas, space. right? Yes. Yeah. And and honestly, Peter, it's very early. Drop them all. Move along. Mm. It's called The Bachelor, not 
polygamous, yeah. anonymous. I don't they know. Need to do, and anyone, any girl who calls The Bachelor her boyfriend when there are 15 people. Well, because they don't know. Because they have not had when flowers they're like, or their chair. But they're like, I just want to talk to my boyfriend. He ate your boyfriend. Get your shit he together. He ain't taking you to old Charlie's. But you know what? I would have it no other way. Because if you ain't deeply invested in this world, then That's don't true. be in this world. That's true. It's like we'll talk about this on The Good Place, but it's like one of the criteria to get in hell is being emotionally, deeply invested in The Bachelor. I'm just saying. So that's what we're going to talk about next week, guys. So thank you for listening. We will be talking soon about The Good Place. Mm -hmm. So please, add us, write us, send us DMs Mm -hmm. if you have thoughts. Uh, Finish the season. Start the season if you haven't. We really enjoyed it, and we'll be talking about that next time. Thank you for listening. Yep. Hit us on the Facebook, I See It Differently. Instagram, I See It Differently pod. Add I See It Differently pod at Gmail. Add the SACART 76. Subscribe, download, unsubscribe, resubscribe. You know the deal. Let's do it. And uh, we're excited about the next episode coming Thank up. you to our producer, T-Beats. Runza suck. And <laughs> Go Runza. They're great. Like White Castle. Runza. See you in a couple Tuesdays. Can't wait.